incident response is getting a lot of attention these days, but what do you need to know about it? Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and I'm with Craig Carpenter, Chief Cybersecurity Strategist for Access Data. Welcome, Craig. Thank you, Eric. Glad to be here. Incident response is getting a lot of attention. What aren't people doing properly in incident response? Well, I don't think people are correlating different pieces of information that they're getting. So they're getting all sorts of alerts from their Palo Alto box, from their FireEye box, from their from their uh, other network tools, uh, and they're not correlating it with uh, just those pieces of information. And then they're not also not tying it up with information from endpoints or from logs, from their SIM, et cetera. So they're basically drowning information, drowning in alerts, and they're not able to make any of it actionable. So that's the first point. And the second point is then downstream, you know, there, there are increasing number of events that these folks are encountering on a daily basis. You know, Target's kind of the poster child for this. And they're not able to take automated action to figure out if an event is real or not and then to basically shut it down, learn from it, close the loop and make sure it doesn't happen again, and then move on. This is a technology problem that requires a technology solution, or is there something more to that? Well, I'm a technology vendor, so the answer, that's a rhetorical question. Um, but I, I think the first, frankly, the first challenge is one of process. The second, you know, understanding that you need to close the loop and you need to bring all this information together in a way that is actionable. The second challenge, which... Well, let's talk about process. Okay. So, so what are some of the processes uh, organizations should change? Well, first and foremost is to bring together uh, information that they're getting from their SIM, from their endpoints, from their network, from their logs, in a way that they can see what's happening in a holistic fashion. So, you know, if you get an alert on one particular uh, endpoint that something's happening, marry it with an IOC or marry it with network traffic information, net, marry it with log information so you can understand, is it really happening? Is it not? Uh, is it systemic or is it an isolated incident, right? Because it may be something that's innocent. And every minute spent on a false positive is a minute you're not spending on, on you know, a real positive situation. So that's the first challenge. The second challenge, which is frankly the biggest challenge, is one of people, right? Because people who can do this sort of thing, you know, cybersecurity analysts, um, SOC technicians, et cetera, are expensive, they're smart people, and they're hard to find, and we have a real shortage of them in the industry, and that's the biggest challenge. And the third challenge, which to some degree, you know, we try to address through using technology to help the analyst, is one of technology in terms of bringing this stuff together, making it actionable, and then further downstream, automating various steps that can be taken in terms of validating an event and you know, pulling a particular system off the network, um, isolating it, starting to, to scan it to see what's going on, and then uh, figuring out if anything else like that is happening elsewhere in the network, and then putting all of that into what you speak called signature, now called an IOC, so we know what to look for elsewhere in the network, and then kicking off automated processes to go and find if that's happening elsewhere. That's where technology can really help, but you still need the people and you need the processes, or else it's all, all gonna fail. Let's talk about the people. Okay, so you, you provide a product that you feel helps people achieve the goals you just outlined, but you were talking about the people too. What kind of people do they need? What kind of skills do they need on their staff to use a product like yours or competitors? Well, so, uh, I mean, it's, it's typically the security analyst. It's someone who can look at information about what's happening on an endpoint or on a network um, and glean from that, okay, this is good, this is bad, this this requires further investigation. And that is as much art as it is science, and that takes experience of having seen it before, having worked in situations where stuff like this is happening, and those people are frankly hard to find. And that's that's the biggest challenge that the whole industry has today, not just our customers. So, so but for your customers, or if they can't find it on the outside, are they training people from within to, to do the, those that kind of analysis? 
They are, and they have to. Um, and oftentimes, and one of the best training grounds for this sort of thing is the military. So you get people who have been, um, you know, the U.S. military being the biggest of them, but not just the U.S. military, who have dealt with this sort of thing in a very process-oriented, chain-of-command-oriented environment. And then they go in the private sector, and it, they're perfectly suited for this sort of thing, because they have the experience, they have the understanding of how to handle an event and how to report, you know, not just sideways, but up as well, and deal with it. And so that's one of the, the biggest kind of, you know, breeding grounds for this, these sorts of folks. Okay. Thanks, Craig. Thank you, Eric. I've been speaking with Craig Carpenter of Access Data. This is Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.